Welcome to Living Intentionally with Elizabeth. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and I'm inviting you to join me on a journey to find total wellness in mind, body, and spirit, as well as unbecoming anything that we're not in order to embody who we truly are. Each episode focuses on one specific area, and the goal is to provide thought-provoking ideas as well as easy-to-implement practices that you can start today. This is a place for compassionate self-development, and I am so happy to have you here with me. Hello, hello, my friend. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. I have a really cool and unique episode in store for you today. So my guest is Christiane Zorowski. She is from beautiful British Columbia, a fellow Canadian. Um, She, for a long time, was a high school teacher, but has now become a personal coach, a life coach. Um, She helps people be authentically themselves at any stage in life. Um, She is big on mindfulness and moving from reacting um, to responding, moving through your feelings rather than pushing them to the side, and so much more. So this episode is actually super unique for two reasons. One is she actually takes us through a live mindfulness practice that is just a few minutes long. near the beginning of the episode. Um, and it really gets us in a really cool headspace and you'll be interested to know that she uses me as the guinea pig, um, for this practice. And it was really fun. Um, and we practiced by using a negative emotion, a real one that I had, which I hope that you'll get a kick out of. (laughs) Um, and moving through that and seeing just how quickly we can shift our mindset and our headspace. So that is one reason why this episode is extra super cool. And the other is that there somewhere in the episode is a secret code for a special, a special gift. So uh, I will let you listen for that. I won't give anything more away, Um, but I really can't wait for you to hear this episode with Christiane. So I will leave it here and uh, let you listen now. Hello, Christiane. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me here. I'm super excited to have our conversation today. Of course, me too. I think that we have a lot of really cool things in store. Um, So why don't we just kick it off? I'll have you take it away. Tell the listeners who you are and what you do. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Christiane, as you heard. Um, I'm a life coach, and I started my private practice three and a half years ago, I would say. Prior to that, I was a high school teacher for about 17 years, and I love, 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 love my job, but felt I just kind of plateaued and needed to grow into the next phase of my career. So when I had my son, I left, I went back to school, and I started this whole new branch of my life, which is super scary and super exciting at the same time. And here I am. I feel kind of an extension of my old job that I used to help high school kids flourish and move forward into their next step. And now I get to do that with adults and I don't have to mark or go to meetings, which is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) The best of both worlds. (laughs) That's awesome. And so from our previous conversations, um, I understand that you have a really cool 
you know, short guided mindfulness practice that you take your clients through. And um, I'm hoping you can tell us more about what that is and maybe even take us through the actual practice. Yeah, um, I definitely have mindfulness at the core of everything that I do. And this is something called Take 5. I didn't invent it, but I use it all the time. It's from mindwellyou.com out of UBC. And uh, it's a five-step little process that you can do pretty much anywhere. Um, And it's referred to as just building your mindful muscle, right? If you can do something every single day to train those new neural pathways in your brain to, to react differently or to stop reacting and respond. And you can do it in like positive, calm settings. The more you do it, the more you are prepared in those less than calm settings. (laughs) So it's take five, like it can be two minutes, it can be 15 minutes, however long your your mind and body need at that moment. (laughs) Very cool. And so taking five, it's not necessarily five minutes. Is there a five-step process to do? Yes, it's a five-step process and I'll definitely guide you through that. And it's basically stop thinking and start feeling. So it takes you out of that mental loop that we get into as human beings, that little hamster wheel that likes to overthink and overstress. And it makes you just stop that part of you and like tap into that physical sensation that we usually ignore. Um, And it's five easy steps to pull yourself. I don't know. Do you swear on this podcast? (laughs) Right ahead. (laughs) I usually tell my clients it's the pull your head out of your ass move. I love it. That's great. No, I love that. Um, that's something I think, like you said, a lot of us struggle with. I am the queen of like trying to logic my way out of certain things, out of certain feelings. And like feelings are supposed to be feelings. You're supposed to feel them, not logic through them. Yeah. And that's like a a cultural thing that we all do. And I'm maybe not even specific to our culture, but for sure in the Western world, we just think that we can think ourselves out of a paper bag and thinking just gets you further down that thinking spiral. And sometimes you need to just, like I said, stop and pull your head out of your ass and be like, what is my body telling me? There's this wealth of information that is happening that we ignore Um, that was there like biologically before to protect us, this fight or flight stuff that we hear about, the messages that it tells us, slow down, stress is our friend. If you listen to it, it's preventing you from taking it further, further until you hit overwhelm or panic. So just learning your body's language is really what I like to teach my clients. Mm, That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're going to take us take us through it all? Yeah, if you're ready, I'm going to take you through it. And if your listeners want to follow along, that would be great. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, so I'm going to ask whoever's participating in this to just kind of clear some space, make sure you've got stuff off and nobody's going to run in and interrupt you if you can do that. If not, do this later. It's a podcast. <laughs> and uh, this is definitely something you can practice in good times and in bad, but I want to start with something anxious inducing, something that makes you feel frustrated or mad or scared or something that is a negative association feeling like icky. So if I could invite you, Elizabeth, to be our demonstration here, could you think of a recent example? It doesn't have to be too serious if you don't want to. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I was um, thinking about something that at the time was really frustrating for me and was able to laugh about it after. So maybe you as the listeners have been there before, but just that miscommunication between two people. So the way I responded to my husband, my my now husband, um, he said, well, you don't need to get upset. 
and I wasn't upset, but having someone say, don't be upset, upset me. So the (laughs) frustration of that, I was like, well, now I'm, now I'm mad (laughs) because you thought I was mad. So is that a good example? (laughs) Sure. I mean, you don't have to get super deep. We're just Mm -hmm. in a a light session. You don't want to take yourself down a sad rabbit hole for those of you (laughs) out there. Uh, but that works fine if you're frustrated, if you're pissed off, if, if it's a common occurrence that you can tap into that feeling like, I want to strangle him. Don't you know I'm not mad? <laughs> um, so I'm going to invite you before we do the take five to just like remember back. And can you remember what part of your body do you feel that? I don't know. And would it be annoyed or frustrated? Name the feeling and, and associate it with a body sensation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Frustrated. And I feel like sort of my chest. Okay. Now I'm going to push a little further. What do you feel in your chest? Would it be like a tingly or a tightness or a stabbing or like a, what kind of pressure? Yeah. Like a a pressure. Yeah. Okay. So it's this kind of like, sometimes people say like an elephant or sometimes like a constricted heart. Mm, Exactly. Yeah. So for those of you listening, it's really hard to name your physical sensations because we don't do it. (laughs) <laughs> so right like do you only feel it in your chest if you were to think back I don't know and I almost feel like a like a buzzing in the head kind of thing like a, a chaos kind of feeling that's a great noticing that's a great description to this buzzing chaos you know for sometimes it's a tightened jaw or sometimes the temple throb you know or sometimes your trap gets tight so with each feeling, you called it frustration in this case, um, your body has a different message. So that's where I'm going to kind of walk you through. And just to notice in life that maybe frustration for you is a tightness in your chest in that buzzing chaos. But perhaps anger is a whole different one. Maybe that's a clenched jaw and a clenched fist, right? So it's a noticing of what what your body's trying to tell you. And the more you can notice it in advance, the more you can get ahead of it before it takes over. Make make sense? Yeah, definitely. It's a really cool just skill to develop. So if you're with me and everybody out there gonna do that with us, um, let's take about five minutes and go through the exercise. It's pretty easy. You can do it anywhere. I'd invite you to just sit and be relaxed where you can put your feet on the ground. Um, But really you could do it in your car, you could do it standing in the the shower. So it's up to wherever you guys practice. So um, the first thing of this step five, I'm gonna ask you to, Uh, notice something you hadn't noticed before and use your five senses. So if you're in the room, look around, maybe you can hear the landscape outside. (laughs) or Maybe maybe there's a cobweb that you just noticed that you haven't cleaned. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Or the fridge ice maker thing just clicked in. Some sort of five senses. And are you okay if I ask you to name them so that people can join us in this? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so pick anything that you just noticed. Well... (laughs) I'm looking at my wall clock and I notice I think it's I think it's not working anymore. Awesome. <laughs> Something you had noticed. Oh <laughs> not the right time. <laughs> Perfect example. It gets you out of your head and the frustration of your husband and oh wall clock. So step one. Step two, we're gonna take it from the outside to ourselves, to our bodies. I'm gonna ask you to just feel your feet on the floor. And this is all about physical sensation. So wiggle your toes. Feel the contact points of the pads of your feet. If you're wearing socks or you're on carpet or hardwood or what your shoes feel like. And just wiggle them around and notice. 
I'm going to ask you to kind of go north, follow your legs up and feel the contact points on the chair. Backs your thighs, your butt, your back, are your arms resting on it? Is there more pressure on the left or the right? Just notice. Is it a hard chair or a soft chair? And just, just pay attention to something you hadn't been. And feel your hands on your lap, or maybe they're crossed, whatever position they are. Notice whatever contact points you're having with your hands and your fingers. Just notice your hands warm. So that's your physical body. Next, I'm going to take you to your spine. Now, it's important to have a straight spine because alignment is part of getting everything in our body in alignment. So I'm going to ask you to just kind of round your shoulders back and sit up tall. And notice where you have tension in your back or your shoulders. Just notice your spine. Are you leaning one way or the other? Do you hold it in your neck or your lower back? So now we've noticed the exterior world. We've noticed our physical body. We're going to take it internal. We're going to notice our breath. So this can be five breaths and you're done. But I'm going to take you through a little bit of a longer experiment to see how it feels to go through your whole body parts. You don't have to do the whole long part every time. So I'm gonna ask you to breathe in through your nose. Slow breath out. If you're stressed, your best option is to just part your lips and hear the breath escape. In through your nose. Out through your lips. So immediately, I want you to pay attention to your shoulders dropping as you do that. Feel your shoulders drop. With each exhale as your body settles in. And this time I want you to send a breath to wherever you notice a knot. Breathe in. Your shoulder, your lower back, your hip. Just breathe in through the knot. I'm going to take you from top to bottom, just so you see what it feels like. That would be enough if you're practicing on your own. And I like to do the whole experience. So I want you to notice your eyelids hanging heavy. Like you've got weights hanging on your eyelids. You know, normally eyes flutter and they hold tension. I want you to feel your face hang heavy. Like you've got weights on the bottom of your chin. Where it's like dripping wax, just melting off in the heat if it's hot where you are. <laughs> now this next one, good thing we're not on camera. I want you to open your jaw. If I was watching you, it might look like you're about to drool. <laughs> so breathe in and just feel your jaw hang open because <sighs> we feel so much tension in our jaw. It gets clenched when we're frustrated and mad. Just feel it drop. Feel your tongue relax. I'm going to go down the back of your neck. Feel like the water in the shower dripping down the back of your skull. And just the relaxation drips right out. I'm going to go next one. I want you to feel the breath releasing out through your arms. Like it's just coming out your fingertips. The energy's leaving, the tension's leaving. You can feel that energy just shoot right out. And go down your back. Feel whatever tension you have release. 
And send one down your legs so you can feel it come up of your toes. Breathe in. Feel stressful energy just kind of like going out through a river and out your toes. So by this point, you should be feeling pretty relaxed. I like to send the last few breaths to the biggest points of tension. You mentioned your chest. So I'm going to ask the next one. Get a good visualization to feel the energy go out through your heart. If you like to visualize, maybe even like rays of light. So feel your heart and your chest open. So that constricted tightness that you felt is just like releasing. Sometimes we hold it in our gut when we're anxious. So the next one I'm just going to send there. This is the last one that I'm going to guide. Energetically just relax your torso. Maybe one last choice breath. Send it wherever you want. I'm going to pause there. I'm going to ask you to notice what emotion you're feeling now and then to describe how your body is feeling. When you're ready, and if you're willing to share, I'd love to hear. Whoa, I feel very calm. <laughs> very I was almost forgetting I had to be recording this podcast. <laughs> oh, I have to talk now. And the sensation I feel, first of all, very calm, but also kind of a tingly feeling throughout my hands, but just in a, in a calming way. It wasn't uh, an anxiety way. It was just very relaxing. Yeah. Like the energy moved right through them. Yeah. Mm. Did you wow. notice anything in your body shift as you were doing that? Um, yeah. Well, when you said um, to send a breath to a knot, I was noticing like whenever I actually sit with good posture, I feel like a knot in my middle back. Mm. Did that and it really helped Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah it's that intentionality like where am I going to send this with that knot so that was a longer version I kind of guided people through all the most stressful containers um, and if you're going to practice this at home just you don't have to do the whole long experiment you might send it right to your middle back and your heart and you're done um, but at least like a good five breaths in this is your mindful training so the five step, and we're not quite done, by the way, um, notice external, notice your physical body, notice your internal, and then go even more internal to your emotion. Could you name an emotion you're feeling now? Calm. Mm -hmm. Would you name any other feelings? Sometimes people say, I'll let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say serene, mm -hmm. unhurried. Mm -hmm. Yeah peaceful, tranquil. Sometimes people say empty, like depleted of stress or floaty or all sorts of words. So whatever comes up for the listeners out there, that's a good feeling, right? Like, so the very last step in the take five is choice. And this is my favorite. Do you choose to live in this moment, this feeling that you have right now, this calmness, or do you choose to go back and remember how pissed off you were at your husband? <laughs> Oh, wow. I love that. Yeah. And um, an, an analogy that I, that from mine, well, you, I did not invent it, but I use it all the time, is this idea here in Vancouver, where I am, we have Sky Trains or 
I don't know if your trains pass the same idea and they come every few minutes really fast, fast, fast. So the idea of, do you want to get on that first sky train where, you know, there were some partiers and it smells like alcohol and maybe some of them spill up in the corner and then it smells like urine and like it's stinky. There's graffiti. <laughs> and that's this, this, that's a stanky train <laughs> that you're on with frustration and anger. Or you can choose to get off on the platform and wait one minute for the very next train. It takes you in the exact same direction you wanted to go. You just had to pause for a minute and wait to get there. Wow. That's such a great analogy. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then on your journey to the same place, you're calm and relaxed rather than sitting with a bunch of partiers and having it smell bad. <laughs> exactly. That The next one is sparkly clean. There's like, I don't know, essential oils going. <laughs> There's sunshine in the window, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With your train. Um, <laughs> that's so cool. Well, I absolutely love it. I'm yeah. still feeling very floaty. Yeah. Um, and so would you say we obviously used it on a um, negative emotion, if you'll if you'd say that. Um, is there benefits to doing this regardless, of, even if you're feeling a good emotion? Absolutely. It's like going to the gym. If you go to the gym and you, you know, work out your legs multiple times a day, and then one day when you have to climb a mountain, your legs work. <laughs> if you go to the gym <laughs> once and do some squats and never do it again, and then you have to climb a mountain, they're going to cave. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. So we're doing this now in our daily lives so that inevitably things will come that will be stressful or hard for us. But if we've practiced our resiliency and mindfulness up until that point, we'll get through it a lot easier. Absolutely. So this, to, to have it effective in your life, you need to do it every day. Even when you get good at it and then you kind of get lazy and stop like we all do. Oh yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm going to take a few days off the gym. <laughs> that that next week after vacation to go back to the gym is harder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can leave it for a week, but when you need it, it's going to be harder. So um, I want to, do you have any other questions or? I, th- I don't think so about that, but um, that was really, really helpful. And I'm, I'm really thinking that the listeners will love that with a, a little built in um, exercise like that. Cause it may, it really changed, shifted my whole mood. Yeah. Like, and I'm just saying that. <laughs> it, it's amazing. Like it's, it, it's called Take Five. I didn't invent the name. I teach it to everybody that will listen to me <laughs> at any given moment. It comes up on a daily basis. If I'm out walking the dog and somebody's talking about being stressed, I'm like, oh, you should try this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm that girl. Um, but it is so good. So if I could give a couple of tips, would that be okay? And how to embed it in yes. Yeah. Please, that would be great. Yeah. So my favorite way that I tell my clients is to find a moment in your day that just already feels good and make it a little ritual. So don't wait for the crummy times. And lots of people I find that, oh, I'm going to do it first thing in the morning when I wake up because we're all told that you should do things first thing in the morning to start your day. If you're not a morning person, that's not your best time. <laughs> yep. so, like don't force it because somebody else told you you should pick the morning. <laughs> Um, pick something that works for you. If you love coffee and you have a coffee every morning, imagine if you could start your day with five minutes having your coffee and doing this. 
Definitely. Yeah. Make it work for you. Yeah. So like, it's just, it's a noticing something outside of you, your body, do your breasts, have your coffee, and then notice the smell intensity of the coffee after you've done it. And notice the flavor as you take that next sip. It is so much more um, rich and powerful that next sip after you've paused to notice. It's like, it makes life glow. (laughs) It's pretty awesome. So an example, another example, if you're in a rush, you don't have a coffee in the morning, everybody brushes their teeth, I hope. You can either do it right before or right after. So it's kind of part of your morning ritual. Like, oh, I brush my teeth, gonna take a second, gonna do two minutes to take five, because I'm in a rush. And then go and start your day. But if you do two minutes every day, it's easier. Or flip it, do it before bed, right? Before you crawl into bed and start reading your book, do take five. And then go to bed calm and you'll have a wonderful sleep or do both if you want to or the middle of the day when you have a lunch break or when you're driving you can do it then there's there's like no place where you can't do it but there's the richer versions if you can make it like a peaceful cozy ritual Mm -hmm. oh i love that that's a great tip Mm -hmm. and something truly that you do every day if you pick something you only do once a week you're going to do once a week So try to find that thing, like have it stack it, put them together so that it's easier to remember. Exactly. I love that the morning Mm -hmm. morning ritual. I feel like that would be really great. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Are there any other tips um, for newbies that want to try this for the first time? Um, You know, it's just so easy to try. I love it. I I would tell high school kids when I was going back and TOCing on lunch break, we'd do little five minutes at lunch because they were super stressed for exams. Um, It really can be anywhere. But if you do want to take it a step further, I invite you to get a little journal or a piece of paper and start tracking. So when we first started today, Elizabeth, that idea of frustration and where was it? You said your chest and a buzzing. I invite you to notice maybe you're driving and you're late or somebody cut you off and all of a sudden you just want to give them the finger and yell out the window. (laughs) So what kind of anger is that? And where is the feeling? Oh, you know what? My knee twitches. (laughs) Write it down. (laughs) When I'm pissed off in traffic, my knee twitches. Interesting. Or your in-laws call. (laughs) What feeling is that? Is that a feeling of, and you know, everybody has a different story. Is that, I'm going to leave that one alone. (laughs) Um, Your kids are driving you crazy, you know, but the more you can track the different types of feelings and associate it to what happens in your body, then you're learning your body's language and you get to get ahead of the the yuck. (laughs) And it works in the positive. So for people that are kind of on a negative bent and they're having a hard time staying positive and life is hard, maybe this whole last year of COVID, Start to notice the good moments, that cup of coffee. What did it feel like to just enjoy a cup of coffee? And write that down. All we ever do is write down our negative feelings. Well, we're focusing on, you know, the parts we don't like. (laughs) So I invite people to just notice and start to learn your body's language because it's invaluable in figuring out how you operate in the world and then you can choose. You don't just react and go off the cuff or off, you know, get mad. You, oh, this is what's happening. Somebody cut me off. I felt rushed. I felt unsafe and I got mad. I'm going to take a deep breath. This really not, nothing's happened to me. They have their own story, you know, the whole thing. But if you only tell your brain that, your body doesn't catch up. The other half of thinking the good thoughts. 
I love it. I love it so much. Thank you for sharing all of that. Ooh, that's wonderful. I'm glad. Um, I want to ask you more about you now. Um, you know, we've talked obviously about this mindfulness and take five and, um, but what I want to know, is there another self-care practice that you do in your personal life that maybe has been a game changer for you? Uh, that's a great question. I, I would say when I added my little morning ritual to my day, I just, I feel more grounded. So for me, I have a almost five-year-old and I've only worked two days a week since I've had him. So he's around a lot. <laughs> and, you know, anybody who knows children knows that that can be trying. <laughs> so in the morning, I don't have a lot of time to do all these self-care things that it would be nice to do. I would look, stand up my window and look at the trees because I have beautiful trees behind my house. And I would take, it could be two minutes. Um, I always start with what I'm grateful for. You know, like, oh, I'm really grateful I slept through the night last night. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm really grateful that I can smell coffee already being made. Coffee keeps coming up, huh? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm so grateful there's sunshine. Whatever. It's something unique to your day. And then I have, I work with affirmations a lot. I think it's a fantastic way to retrain your brain. You find that thing that you've been telling yourself for years and years, you want to break a pattern. You need to tell it the opposite. So your brain and your heart and your body catch up. So I've always got some working. Um, my last ones that I was working on about a month ago were about boundaries. And one of the ones that I had was I say no to things that deplete me. That's it. Ooh, I, my, I like that one. Like I had my gratefulness. I put my hand over my heart. I did a couple deep breaths. And your skeletal frame has to be in order. The alignment is really important to make it a whole package deal. Look out the tree and I'd say whatever affirmations I was working on. So I say no to things that deplete me. Um, I communicate my boundaries clearly and without guilt. And harmony is not more important than my needs. Oh, those are great ones. Yeah, those were last month's and they were big ones. <laughs> I need to steal those. <laughs> you can find them. They're on my social if you want. You can, they're posted on there on my Instagram. But that was last month. So grateful, do my affirmations. And that's really like three minutes. And then yeah. My kid's beside me. So if I can start with those three minutes of just like, ah, I've got this, then I can start my day. And I'm like super happy. I'm grounded. I don't feel rushed and like pulled in directions. And sometimes I need to stop and say them again in the middle of the day. Yep. <laughs> I need a recheck. <laughs> um, but that's it. That's a tiny little self-care that is a game changer for me. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, Okay, now for my last true question, the one that I ask all my guests is, what does living intentionally mean to you? Another great question. Um, I use the word intentionally a lot, so lots comes to mind. Um, the first thing that I always say is choose wisely. So when I think of living intentionally, it's choosing wisely. But more than anything, it's like moving from existing to choosing. Well, you're not just surviving, getting through the day, doing you, you're, you're making choices on purpose. So the idea to start with what's most important to you and knowing that, right, is career at the moment most important, family, you know, um, friends, your health, you know, it's hard to prioritize one over the other, but usually you can figure out which one is key, at least at that moment. Um, and then the question I really love is what is the best use of my time and energy today? Because every day is different, right? And it's being willing to adapt to that day. 
So you're not just choosing, I'm going to, I'm going to be a millionaire and I'm going to make all these choices to get to be a millionaire or whatever that might be. Right. And I'm going to, um, make sure I show up to work and work long hours, whatever. It's the idea of having your eyes and ears open, but also your heart and mind open and being ready to, um, to adapt, to pay attention to what's working well, what isn't, and to try something new. And it's one thing to just set an intention, I'm going to be healthy. But if you make decisions every day and your energy is different and things are changing and you don't adapt, you're really just being stubborn. <laughs> so for me, it's choosing wisely and, and being willing to adapt um, and make choices that are best for you in that day, in that moment, in that time of your life, because life throws us curveballs. Sometimes it's health, sometimes it's family, sometimes it's, you know, losing a job or finances, but um, you can still live intentionally. You can still. What a great answer. Yeah. Thanks. Be a part of your answer. That was awesome. Um, so. Okay. Well, that's, those are all the questions I have. So I want to ask last, I guess I do have one more question is how can people connect with you? Cause I know they're going to want to go find your affirmations on your Instagram. And, um, I think that you actually also have a special giveaway for those who have listened to this episode. I did. Thank you so much for saying that. Yeah. I wanted to thank everybody listening for listening to the whole episode. And I thought this would be a cool way to give a special giveaway. If anybody's still here and you can DM me the secret code, I'm offering 10% off individual coaching. Um, so if you can DM me living intentionally with next chapter coach, a little blend of both Elizabeth and I, I'll say that again, living intentionally with next chapter coach, and you can DM me on Instagram or on Facebook, um, or find my email in the notes below, um, then I would happily honor 10% off individual coaching. You can find my packages listed on my website. That's www.nextchaptercoach.com. You can find me on Instagram at christiane.nextchaptercoach. You can find me on Facebook at nextchaptercoach. So spellable words because my name is long. Um, I thank everybody for listening all the way to the end. I do work with individuals or I work with groups. So if that interests you, I also come to Workplace and do all sorts of uh, workshops. I've given variety to different organizations. I've even done like a little book club idea where I come back before COVID, <laughs> where I came to people's home and it was like an inspirational two hours where you got to get your girlfriends together and, you know, share the costs. And instead of talking about a book, we got to have an activity um, and some learning. So I have lots of creative options if that interests you. Okay, you made it to the end of the episode. And as you know, if you're here, you caught that secret code. So I recommend check out Christian's website or even her Instagram. Um, the links are all in the show notes and uh, take advantage of this awesome little discount um, just for listening to a podcast episode. So um, feel free to check her out and uh, see what her coaching has in store. She has some really, really cool methods and takes on things. Uh, one thing that really stuck with me is was her answer to the last question, uh, which was about what does intentional living mean to her? And it was from moving from existing to choosing. And I think that that was really just mind-blowing to me so if you take anything away from this episode even though there were about a hundred takeaways um, I think that that's a really really cool one so in your day-to-day 
How can you move from simply existing to choosing the life that you want? I'll leave it at that. I'm sending you all my love, all my good vibes, and I'll talk to you later.